Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode and edition of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Friday. It is Friday. April the 7th, 2023. Of course, as always, your host, Dave Sturgio, Chris Gucci back in the house. And of course, we got ourselves a loaded show coming uh, today. How you doing? How you feeling? It's Friday. It's a feel-good Friday. Friday. I'm excited about that. It's The weather ain't so great, but... I mean, it's been nice and warm. It's nice behind us. Yeah, but it's raining currently. Is it currently raining? It's absolutely currently It wasn't even raining when I got here, and I got here like five minutes before you. It's Look, there's... It's in the yeah. You're right. Look, it's it's a Actually, cloudy it day. Stopped raining. I told you. I not looked raining. at the phone. It's Friday, baby. No rain here, baby. And you know how your screen has the. It'll say if it's raining. It'll just be raining on your screen. <laughs> well, no rain here. No more rain. Um, anyway, we have plenty to get into today. We'll talk about last night's NBA slate. The NBA action that's about to head up towards the weekend is the final weekend of the NBA regular season. So obviously, we will have a playoff bracket ready to rock by Monday morning. So we'll make our predictions there. But we'll go over some of the predictions we might be seeing over the course of the next weekend. We got some news about Cam Newton, which was actually kind of funny. We'll have fun with it. And, of course, uh, we'll, we'll end it with some running back discussions. But, of course, we want to start in the NBA. Lots to discuss. Um, last night in particular, um, we, we talked about – you said it kind of like tongue-in-cheek, but maybe you could actually back it up and, and, and be confident with it now. The Suns beat up on the number one seed last night, 119-115. Durant goes for 29. Chris uh, Chris Paul goes for 25. How dangerous can this team be once I mean, they get going? You saw the way they played yesterday. If they, yeah. they, I think they had 15 combined threes between the two of those guys. I don't think that's going to be the norm, but 8-0 and when when Durant's playing, yeah. you could get used to that. I don't want to run into them. They've won in seven the straight games right now. Like, oh, yeah, because they – but 8-0 with Durant. Yeah, so, overall with Durant, yeah. But, I mean, seven straight, seven – they lost three in a row, and then they ripped off seven. They're seven and three in yeah, their last time. they're on their way right now, and it's at the perfect time. If the playoffs started right now, who would you think is the favorite to win the West? Well, we've been talking about it all week, how the West, the top-heavy West – it doesn't seem like there's a lot of. I don't want to say they're not threats, but like I just look at the Suns as a better team well, than the rest. I think I think what would have happened is it would be bar none clear cut if KD didn't get hurt. KD got hurt, so it kind of poured a little bit of cold water on the Suns for a little bit. And now there's so many other big games happening. The Suns are the four, but that's a dangerous team in the postseason. Clearly, when they got KD, I thought that they were the favorites. Yeah. And then, like I said, we kind of just. It, it, things didn't work out because no, of the you injury. simmer down because he's not in the, in the game. So that's why you have to simmer it down. But yeah, um, yeah. So again, the Suns get a big win last night. They're they're steamrolling into the final weekend. Last night, the Utah Jazz were officially eliminated by OKC. Mm-hmm. Dallas were sitting there idle, and they wanted so bad for the Utah Jazz to spoil the party, but they did not do that. Um, but yeah, so looking at this weekend ahead, again, there's games tonight that matter. Um, there's games on Saturday that Matt Saturday's a little bit of a lighter slate, but the entire league plays on Sunday. So 15 games on Sunday to wrap up the league, a lot to get into. So you're looking at the standings right now. And what it seems to me is that one through four are locked in place. You got the Denver Nuggets at top. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies, again, with two games to play, down two games, you would think that's over. So they'll lock in the two. The Sacramento Kings, again, out of nowhere, really, uh, I say out of nowhere. It just doesn't. When I when I think Sacramento Kings, I don't think playoffs. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like it, we, it, 
we could say out of nowhere, but now at this point, it's like they have been who they have been exactly. all season long. Exactly. So it, we expected it. They're five and five in their last ten, so they they need to pick it up over the weekend. But they're forty eight and thirty two. They are the third seed. The fourth seed looks to be locked as the aforementioned Suns that we were just talking about. Now this is where it gets tricky and sticky. The L.A. Clippers right now are deadlock tied. Um, have the tiebreaker as far as head-to-head goes, but the Clippers and the Warriors are deadlock tied at 42 and 38. They both have played 80 games. They have two left. Who out of those two? I'm, I'm going to just go out you, and you're say. You're asking me who? I couldn't tell you who because I'm not like I'm not that in on the Clippers. I don't know much about them, but my favorite player in the NBA is Dame. So if we're talking, if you're asking me if Portland, Dame. Portland's going to get in, Portland. Did you just ask me if Portland? No, it's time to wake up here on a feel-good Friday. It is the Clippers and the Warriors. <laughs> I'm a little confused. So Clippers and Warriors were then still not the Clippers. <laughs> well, that stands. Um, <laughs> Bro, I think I was what I, was happening is I was reading. What are you Portland reading? Portland at Clippers. Oh well, they, well, again, the Clippers need a couple wins to lock down the five seed, and they have Portland on the schedule over the weekend. They have them on Saturday, so that's again. Strength of schedule. I was like, you're, I was, bro, Clippers <laughs> at Portland at Clippers is written in front of me. And I'm like, <laughs> well, they don't, the playoffs didn't start yet. Um, anyway, so the Clippers have themselves a little bit of an easier road to try to lock down that five seed. Well, the Golden State Warriors, they play tonight at the Kings. So all of a sudden, the Warriors got that tough sledding. So if I'm making a prediction, the LA Clippers probably but, take the five seed. But at which point, where are we looking at his tough sledding? How do we think these teams are going to play in the last game? You know, like they're already resting guys on back to backs and things like believe, that. As we're going I still into the can't season, believe that no. kind of stuff. Don't you want to be the higher seed? Bro, I don't get it. Bro, like you get no, the no, extra no, home no, game. No, no, like no, no, no. If this is the last game of the season, there's a very, very good chance that through 82 games, none of these, a lot of these games have zero bearing on the seating. Well, I mean, even, the, even the, as tight as they are, you know. I mean, I'm looking right now, and, and after five and six, you got seven and eight, both deadlocked, same record. That's the Lakers and the New Orleans Pelicans. Over the weekend, the Lakers got the Suns tonight. So good luck. The Lakers have been reeling a little bit. Um, they they did lose their last game. They are seven and three in their last ten. But the, the fact is that the Lakers, all of a sudden, while they're still picking things up, where LeBron kind of left it, he got back into the lineup. They played better basketball. LeBron James is set up to be in the postseason once again. And I look at this team. I would love to see as a, as a fan from the outside. You know, obviously my Knicks are in the playoffs. That's locked. We don't even talk, talk about the East right now. But when I'm looking at the West. I would love if I have to watch and you have to make me sit through this play-in playoff stuff. Give me LeBron in those games. Give me give me LeBron in the seven versus the ten, or or whatever the case may be. Like because I don't know, LeBron can catch the six or the five. To be honest with you, it's it's crazy how tight it is. It's one game separation with two games left. Some of them are playing each other, so they kind of knock each other off here. Um, but the big story before all this is obviously the the teams that have locked in are basically locked in. But it's the Mavericks. It, I, I know we keep talking about this throughout the course of the week. There's 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 fans out there that want them to that like it, it's crazy. If they win out, right, you would assume that somehow they sneak into that 10 spot. That means OKC would have had to falter at least once. When I think OKC, as a matter of fact, I feel like only the, has one game left. With only so, two games left for a lot of these teams and one with OKC, it's not like I'm you can't assume anything. OKC, no, you can't. OKC has to go out there and win a game. It could be all over. I'm, I'm assuming that Dallas at this point is done. 
realistic. They're a half game out because of a game idol in game in hand. So, like, you're looking at an OKC who has one game left. If OKC wins their final game of the season on Sunday, they're in the playoffs and Dallas misses. So it's just like Dallas can go out there tonight, beat up on the Bulls, which they have to, and then you have to get back there on Sunday and win another game. You have to win out, and OKC has to lose their final game for you to get into the playoffs. So it's a little bit a of a thing sticky where if situation. Dallas makes the playoffs, the Knicks get their draft pick, and if they don't, the Knicks don't. Does that have to do with the – which maybe, trade was that? Tim Porzingis? Hard, maybe a Tim Hardaway, Porzingis type deal. Maybe, some, I don't know. Point or but another. in any event, I do know that the Dallas Mavericks are not only they're, they're a half game out of the playoffs, but they're also a half game away from being in the lottery. And I know the, the, you know, the way that plays out, you do get that pick, and it, that could turn out to be that missing piece if it's not Kyrie because Kyrie's already told, or so at least there's reports probably, of saying he's with, out. With, with Thibodeau, it'll be like the missing piece of the back end of the bench. Because <laughs> he doesn't play anybody. Because he doesn't play anybody. That's true. Uh, so it is very interesting to see how this is all going to play out. It all goes down throughout the course of the weekend. Keep your eyes glued to the Mojo Market Report and the Mojo Market itself on the app, which is available on all the Apple Store and the Google Play and all that stuff. Go download the app. A lot of liquid props going around for you guys to make money this weekend. Um I was looking at a lot of them throughout the course of the last couple of days, and a lot of guys are scoring a lot of points. It's the last week of the season. Everybody's showing out. So I've been actually hitting on a lot of the overs. Um, but as you stated, come Sunday, it could be a lot of laissez-faire basketball if you're yeah, already locked I'm, in, so maybe smack the unders. I don't know. That's a, that could be a thing. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of scratches, little yeah, right. peas. Right. It could be. It could be. So, all right, <laughs> let's move on to the NFL real quick. Because this is a, a funny story that came out yesterday. Um, Cam Newton obviously had his his pro day, right? He goes out there, he throws. I didn't see one single article of, of saying like, oh, man, he's got it. He's still got it. It's Cam Newton. Like, he's back. He hasn't been able to throw the football in years to me, what feels like years. Um, I'm looking at Cam Newton now as like, all right, he might be out of the league, right? He goes on a podcast the other day, and he goes out there and simply says, hey, wait, hold on, hold on. I didn't say I, w- I wouldn't be a backup, right? I- I- I'll gladly be a backup. Why is that, Cam? <laughs> Why is that? Because you may not be one of the top 32 quarterbacks in the league. I don't think he is. You don't think he is. So he came out with a list yesterday of guys that he would potentially back up. I think it's hilarious that somebody is trying to call their shot as far as backing up somebody is concerned. And I don't know if there's an NFL team out there that would pay Cam Newton to be the backup quarterback. I don't know. At I mean, this like, point, clearly, I don't know. No, I, I do know. Last year he wasn't paid to be a backup quarterback. <clears throat> I mean, obviously. Was he in the league last year? Obviously, Cam Newton, former MVP, he's got a lot of fans. Um, but Cam Newton, it's over for him. I'm not here to bash Cam. He's allowed to be confident in what he thinks he could do. But – it's a little uh, tone deaf to just decide you're going to name backup uh, starting quarterbacks and in some cases backup quarterbacks that you'd back up when you were already Mac Jones backup. Correct. As, you, know, you, you were, were rookie, benched. Rookie Mac Jones backup, and that's not even a, a knock. It's you know. So just to be clear, he's also not in the mojo market. He is not. I also, just checked. also to be clear, <laughs> so, Cam would back up every quarterback in the league if the if an NFL team was willing to pay course, Cam. So it's stupid. But for him to come out it. with a list like this is just kind of uh, to me, yeah. it's comical. Um, here's the list. I'll go through them. I know why Dave's mad. Why? Because he didn't list the Cowboys. Yeah. I don't want Cam Newton anyway. No, 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 no. I'm just saying because it's a it's 
it's like he wouldn't even he wouldn't consider backing up Dak because he feels like he's better than Dak. Oh yeah, I'm sure he is. So uh, all right, so he's apparently maybe willing little, to maybe. back what? What? On a Friday. Don't do this to me on a Friday. David, you could take a joke, bro. Oh, I, I sometimes I think, you know, there could be some truth to I that. I mean, he's b- probably a better runner. That's also false. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> Baltimore Ravens, he wants to back up Lamar Jackson. How about Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen? Chicago Bears, Justin Fields. Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson. The Miami Dolphins, Tua Tungabailoa. The Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts. Ready for this? The Tennessee Titans, Malik Willis. He didn't even list Ryan Tannehill. So he either A, doesn't know what's going on in the league, or B, just, you know, he's being a jerk about it. Um, Washington Commanders, he'll, he's willing to back up Sam Howell. He well, said. That's the Ron Rivera thing, probably. Sure, fine. He also said he's willing to back up Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback of the New York Football Jets. Once he gets there, eventually that's going to happen. Um, and he also claims that he would be a young mentor to C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson. Chris, out of the people I just listed and all the, the teams I just listed, is there a fit for a Cam Newton to be the backup? Like, is there a stylistic thing where, like, the teams wouldn't miss a beat? They would just miss a talent level a little bit? Like, does he play like any yeah, of these guys? maybe the Bears, maybe the... Um... The Bills. The Bills I could see because he is built bigger than your prototypical Justin Fields who is smaller in size I mean, but the can com- run. The Commanders, maybe because the Sam of the, Howell thing is ridiculous. But also because like the coaching situation over there, they've had – well, I mean, it's by enemy now in the calling the offense. I don't know, man. Like, well, He's saying he wouldn't be a mentor to Will Levis. Like, That would be your chance to start. What are you talking about? So you should mentor any young quarterback in the league – that has zero to do with it. It's like, oh, I would mentor these guys. Not That would mean that you're starting or you're kind of bringing them along. <laughs> are they starting? I'm confused by it. I think everyone's confused by it. Um, <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Cam's not going to be on a team, so it's neither here nor there. That's okay. my prediction. If Cam is on a team, it'll be a midseason acquisition, much like you saw, but we already saw that, and it didn't work. No disrespect Do you to remember Cam. the I'm back not, thing? Not working out. Do you remember the I'm back thing? <laughs> I mean, he did have a he did have some touchdown runs. And he had like one. That. So my point being is, no, I think he had more than one on the okay. year. Okay, I right? get two. But the point, well, there's an actual number, so we can find <laughs> out, right? We don't have to just maybe three. Yeah, right. um, From yeah, last year, I, it's it's gimmicky. If anything, maybe Carolina. I doubt it. None of this stuff that works out for Cam. Um, coach Cam. Coach Cam. Another coach. I, I was telling uh, Tommy that because uh, Tommy D, our friend, is a resident uh, Raider fan. And he told me about uh, the fact he's like, Did you see, we signed Brian Hoyer. And I was like, oh, you mean Coach Hoyer? And I took that right from you. And I said, Chris thinks that every quarterback who's kind of been seasoned and is done and just doesn't have anything left in the tank but still technically can throw the ball is a coach. Coach Flacco. So, coach Flacco, right. <laughs> so, coach Flacco. He only has uh, 2022 nothing. So the I'm back thing, that was 2021? That does that make sense? Yeah. And, and then he had five rushing touchdowns. He's back. <laughs> anyway, Cam Newton, not a uh, not a starter, not not this year at least. Um, anyway, found that funny. Now, in pertains to when it pertains to the actual Mojo market, there are guys out there that you can invest in right now. Um, there was an article written on. I was going to spare you. Adam Rank came out with a mock draft, <laughs> but I'm not going to go down that road uh, because he just basically did it as like a fan perspective, like what each team needs. It's like, oh, cool. What? That's what I'm going to do. Like, if we're going to do any type of mock draft, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I've, I've watched the 
the film on no, that. No, what we're going to do is we're going to take Boston all College right the mock tackle. drafts that you've seen. We've talked to Mike Renner of PFF. So they're going to be like, yo, the right tackle from Boise. Or you can just say like, they need a right tackle. That's easy. I'm going to say. A team need, right? Exactly. Right, exactly. So. But in any event, on the mojo market right now, there are a bunch of running Gotta backs. I'm go watch my film this weekend, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Bury yourself in film because we're going to start mock draft season next week. We got the NBA playoffs to talk about. And mock draft season. Our own mock draft season. Enough of these guys that are out there doing their thing. And Again, kudos to those guys who are putting out mock drafts 1, 2, 3.0, 4.0, all that stuff. But it's time for the Mojo Market to predict where these guys actually wind up. So we'll do that next might week. pick a safety. The who? The Packers. who? Packers might pick a safety? I don't know. I mean, like they, have they haven't had one since Ha Ha Clinton Dix. <laughs> it's very, very false, but... Who's their current safety? Well, Amos... But I think he's gone. From the Bears? The same Amos? Bro, he's been on the Packers for like a decade. At okay. This point. All right. All right. All right. Calm down. There's but yes, a... the same Amos. <laughs> Such an ass. Um, anyway, new running backs, new places, new faces. I want to know who you, Chris, and I'll kind of chime in as well, who you think is going to actually succeed, kind of over uh, overachieve where they go, or probably might take a back seat. I'll list a couple. Okay. okay. New running backs. New places, new faces. We'll start in Carolina. Miles Sanders over there to Carolina. Very good situation for Miles Sanders. I think he's at the very least going to be the same, barring injury, which is a uh, you know a precursor to all of this. Barring Truth. injury, unless I'm going to say, isn't worse, that something that we were on for a little while? Like, unless of a catastrophic injury, we've, yeah. like, well, because like, like, I don't know what else to say when it comes <laughs> to the market. It's like, look, if he breaks his ankle, it's like void, um, the void, break. void. Everything I just said. Um, but in some cases, I might say I think he's going to get hurt. So Truth. then I'll predict the injury, which is also impossible. But yeah, um, yeah. So who was the player? Miles again? Sanders. Miles Sanders. Yes, very good situation to be in. I think they're going to be committed to the run. Do they even have a quarterback at this point? I don't know. Some stacked boxes potentially, but a very good defense in Carolina that I think is going to allow them to um, be very, very successful running the football. Over the course of the last year, Miles Sanders is down eight percent, and which- a commitment. With the coaching staff to run the football, I would imagine. Yes, you would imagine. All right, uh, how about some David Montgomery action, who now lands in Detroit? Um, touchdown machine, probably. Very, very similar to a Jamal Williams role last year. So I'm in on him. Speaking of Jamal Williams, new face, new place, New Orleans, Jamal Williams. Does he just kind of take, pick up where he left off last year as far I mean, as like if you look at his the short yardage guy? He's been, he's, he's been pretty consistent throughout his career. Last year, his best season. Is he going to duplicate that? Zero percent chance. But is he going to um, approach better numbers than he has? I, I'd say next season is his second best season of his career. Okay. All right. Yeah. So not as crazy as last year, but, but still very successful. Clearly, clearly he has the. Respect. I like him being. I, I I like the Saints to be that sneaky, sneaky team on offense. That I mean, their defense has always been kind of stout. But like you look at that offense now, led by Derek Carr. Alvin Kamara is probably going to miss some time. Yeah, I mean, it's a good spot. Michael Thomas. But I don't think he's going to be getting the ball a ton. I think he's going to be the short yardage guy. Okay. You know, for that reason, he's limited. You're touchdown dependent. So for our entire adult lives, maybe even childhood, we've noticed that the Denver Broncos have always had a good running game, right? Javante Williams will be the guy next year coming off injury. They wind up signing Samaje Pirine. You think he, his stock can go up nope. because of the fact? Well, I'm just saying because you're coming in to back up somebody who's coming off injury, and what Samadre P. Ryan's claim the fame to be is is stepping in at that one time that you need him or two times that you need him. So who was their running back last year when when Javante got hurt? 
Uh, it was a bunch of guys, man. It, it was but a plethora of, of running backs. I mean, P. Ryan, we've seen him for a ton of time in the it league. It was um, Melvin Gordon for a minute. Um, he got traded off. We've seen P. Ryan for quite some time, and he's always been what he's uh, what he's been. I don't I don't see like a significant. Do you consider him maybe like a like a? I mean, look, you're spreading money over your mojo, mojo market. When you look at some Andre P. Ryan, can you look at him as a as a bargain buy? He's a he's five dollars and eighty two cents. I just don't see any any chance for long-term commitment from a team to be the guy he may get so 45 percent in the last year he may get a spot start well you should have gotten in on him last year i right? mean because i can't <laughs> see it you know okay see so you it. think he's he's hit his ceiling as of right now okay. i do and and All maybe right. i could be wrong but i'm i like to have fun if i'm going to be investing in the market and p ryan to me is like oh i want to sit here and wait for a potential injury okay if he shaves his mustache maybe i'll fair consider it. p ryan's got a phenomenal beard um so we were talking about Carolina with Miles Sanders. We were talking about Devin Single. I mean, uh, we were talking about uh, David Montgomery leaving Chicago. Dante Foreman winds up in Chicago with a running team. It seems to be they've been very, very run hurt. Oh, really? Run heavy because they run with their quarterback a ton. It takes away. You saw what happened with Miles Sanders. Look at the season he had last year. But for whatever reason, there was just no expectation that he would ever really be the guy running the ball into the end zone because you had hurts. So it just pours cold water on your expectations for me when you have a running quarterback and a team that, while they will be committed to running the football, we saw what Montgomery was last year with the emergence of Fields getting the you know getting ten carries a game. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it for a running back. He's getting paid, so he doesn't care, and it'll probably preserve his career a little bit, but. No, no, I don't. I don't like. I don't like it for a stat. The Texans have been busy this offseason. They've signed a bunch of free agents. One being Devin Singletary. Now he's going to be running behind Damian Pierce. Is Singletary even somebody to sniff right now? No. Not Again, right. he's had an opportunity to start on a team that was as good as it gets. Blocking, you know, you you name it. They were loaded on offense, and you're the ability to be the number one guy. And he couldn't do anything with that opportunity. All of a sudden, he's going to go to a team that's been trash for about their entire existence, and then all of a sudden you're going to be the guy? Especially when you have a guy in front of you that I am I firmly believe in, Damian Pierce. That dude is the real deal. So. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, Bill Belichick likes to run the football, but he likes to do it by committee. Ramondre Stevenson's already kind of taken the reins over there, but they go out and they acquire James Robinson, who played a little bit with the Jets last year, and Seems obviously like a, a Belichick guy. I feel like if he does get an opportunity, um, he'll have one or two games here or there, but you could maybe see... I don't know how Belich- how long Belichick's going to coach, but Robinson seems like a lifer. A lifer. With <laughs> you can, you can get in there. At this point. Right. Like he's going to be there for the next twenty uh, years. Couple more. Now we saw Miles Sanders skip town and leave Philadelphia. Somebody but went. I don't want to fi- invest in James Robinson because I like, no, I don't yeah. think so either. Um, Rashad Penny with Philadelphia, mm. right? I think he's going to start honestly out of the gate. But again, the same reason why I'm not really too high on Foreman. Foreman, right? And why. Miles Sanders was like down or only up 8%. Yeah, it wasn't much. I mean, Last year at, we were kind of watching well, him and we're like, what the hell's now, going like, we're on? We're looking here? at Samaji Pirine up 50%. And then, you know, it's just that's what that situation does. I'm not on it. Nope. All right, two more. Rojo in Dallas, Ronald Jones to back up Tony Pollard right now. But th- there is a couple other running backs on the roster that might be better. Yeah, I don't know. I think he, gets he might cut. not make the roster. Yeah, so no. Let's be honest. On if that he one. does make the roster, you could see eight to, eight to 10 touchdowns. On like twenty carries the whole year. So Zeke, Zeke got the ball more. <laughs> Zeke got the ball yeah, more. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that Zeke's they're going to be still without a team. Go figure that out one out, on man. Rojo. Do you have any idea like where, where Zeke can fit right now? I mean, we're heading into the draft season. People are about to Dallas. <sighs> Listen, I would welcome him back. You, I know you, nobody honestly, else. Would, honestly, but... just 
Sayonara. Zeke might not get a team. Zeke might be Cam. That's ridiculous. Bro. I don't know. It doesn't seem right. Yeah, I mean, it um, doesn't seem right, but you have to look at, like, there's another 20 to 25 backs now entered into the mix that are hungry, haven't been given a contract yet. Zeke's rich. What's he really doing? You know what I mean? He's like, all right, I got 8,000 yards. I'm good. You know? This guy's got zero, and he's 22. So I'm going with the 22-year-old. Last guy. Uh, we were talking about the departure of one Devin Singletary, replacing him in Buffalo, where Buffalo's always kind of not been able to lock down that running back. Right now, they look like they're going to lean on James Cook a lot. But Damian Harris goes over to Buffalo, and he was a literal, I want to say, bell cow for Bill Belichick for a minute before the emergence of Stevenson. Could you see some kind of good tandem over there between James Cook and Damian Harris? I think it's a much better fit. I think here's what I'll say about it. I think Buffalo right now has a very improved version of what they tried to do with, with Moss and Singletary. Right. Right? Okay. Good call. That's the best way I'll describe that. James Cook being the Singletary, and yeah. then the Damian Harris being a way better Supplemental version back. of exactly I like it. I like it. You can look up every single one of these players that we've talked about today on the Mojo app right now. A lot of these guys are stagnant because we're in the offseason, so now would be the time to, if you're really investing in, in your players and you're trying to build your portfolio over the course of the next couple of weeks before the draft starts, um, this is the time to do it. So definitely pay attention to that. And the only way you could do that is if you follow us right now on social media at Mojo, M-O-J-O. Very easy to find us on Twitter, Instagram, and the old TikTok. And, of course, join the Discord. That is where you're going to find all your rules, regulations, um, you know, um, uh, suggestions, everything that you can find. Find it over there on the Discord. A daily conversation to be had with Mojo. So, again, huge weekend coming up for the NBA The playoffs are going to start next week. I believe midweek will be the play-in series. Um, So those will be interesting. We'll talk about it. We'll make our predictions on Monday. We got mock drafts coming out the wazoo. We got baseball that has been developing. Um, You know, obviously we're in the first week or two of baseball, so that's starting to pick up. Who are you in on the Masters today? (laughs) I threw him for a loop on that one. Let's go, John Rahm. I put some money Um, on it. I couldn't even tell you because half the guys that I know that golf aren't even in the PGA anymore. Yeah, that live, right? <laughs> so, in any event, go enjoy the Masters. I know I will. I know my brother's going to enjoy this over there on Easter Sunday. Have Everybody have a great Easter. Happy Passover if you celebrate. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on this weekend. It is, in fact, Good Friday. So, it is a good feel-good Friday today. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, if... The more you know. You know, for those that are... <laughs> good. <laughs> for those that are... Yeah, celebrate. Religious. Whatever. Yes, of celebrate, course. Celebrate. <laughs> and there yesterday was Holy pra- I think it's... N- I think it's practice for those that are practicing because I don't think you could really consider all religious things celebrations. It's not like you're celebrating. That's true. That's true. We don't want to you're celebrate practicing. some bad things that happened either. So, yeah. Woo-woo, grammar police. So, uh, with that, Monday starts a brand new segment on religion. Gra- <laughs> I don't think that was grammar anyway. The grammar was good. The grammar was fine. <laughs> for Dave Starchill, Chris Gucci, this has been a great Friday yeah, here at the here. <laughs> Joe Walker Report. We've lost Chris. We'll see you guys back here on Monday.